Hello, and welcome to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business podcast with your host, Marion Wagner. As a business mindset coach, I am on a mission to show online entrepreneurs that you don't need a huge following or spend countless hours on social media in order to grow a six-figure business. Together, we'll dive into both the psychology and the strategy tips and real-life examples of people who are doing it. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, so I have an important message before we dive into today's episode. I am hosting a free live masterclass for online entrepreneurs on Thursday, May 19th called how to create a six figure game plan without a large following. After this training, you're going to be able to do three things. Number one, stop making the big three mistakes that are keeping you stuck and losing income. Number two, know exactly how to attract ideal clients without spending hours spinning your wheels on social media. And number three, clearly see which limiting beliefs are subconsciously holding you back right now and how to break free. To save your seat in this one-time free masterclass, just go to the show notes right now and click the link at the top. I cannot wait to see you there live and help you spend less time on social media and more time attracting ideal clients. Okay, so today I am thrilled to share with you this conversation I had with Megan Morin. In today's conversation, Megan is going to teach you three big takeaways. Number one, you will know the four things all authorities have nailed down. Number two, you're also going to know how to grow your authority on your terms. And the third thing is a simple system you can implement today to instantly start growing your authority. So who's Megan? Megan is not only a mom to two beautiful babies under three years old. Their names are Jack and Sophia. I love those names. She's also a wife to the most supportive husband and business partner, Colin, and she's the owner of the Mompreneur Guide. She's a podcast host, template shop owner, and authority building guide. Megan is on a mission to help mompreneurs increase their visibility get their names out there, create a movement and build a community around them. I am so excited for this episode. Let's dive in. Ah, Megan, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for us to chat. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we start with you sharing a little bit about your story? Um, and what are you going to share with us today? Yeah, for sure. So hi, I'm Megan. I think you've already heard a little bit of my intro, but I'm the owner of the Mompreneur Guide, and I'm all about helping mompreneurs simplify their authority building processes so that they can be more present and productive and get their missions and their movements out there on their own terms. And that's my business side. But my mom's side is that I have a three-year-old son, Jack, and a one and a half-year-old daughter, Sophia. And then my amazing husband, Colin, is a part of our team now as well. So it's fun and exciting. It's a whole family of Fair over here. Um, but today we're going to get to dive into this authority building we're talking about. How can we become natural authorities in our space, just like Joanna Gaines does, just like Shonda Rhimes does, just like Reese Witherspoon, all of these people we look up to and we love create these worlds around them. So today I'd love to chat with, with you guys about how can we do that for ourselves when we don't have a team <laughs> that can help support us do something on that large of a scale. Okay. Awesome. I just have to ask, how did you become an authority on authority? Like, how did you pick that niche? It's very meta. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> so, I love it though. 
Yeah. My background was that I was a personal stylist for over 10 years. And over the course of running that business and doing all of the things that I did, I grew a name for myself locally. And I did a lot of live TV, a lot of presenting, and I just always enjoyed that space and was the one of the known people in this area to help mompreneurs get dressed. That was uh, taking the stress out of getting dressed was my thing. And so then when we were pregnant with our daughter, our second and final child, I knew I wanted to do something different, that I was meant to do something more. And that's when I pivoted into the mompreneur guide because it has always been my life. I'm a third generation mompreneur and I, I, yeah. And so I just always knew from a young age, I started my first business when I was like 17, 18, and I did it solely because I wanted to be around for my kids to get them off the bus stop. I wanted to be around like my mom was, and I was told I was good at fashion. So that's where styling happened and came time where I was a mompreneur. And I was like, this just isn't it for me anymore. So long story short, I started playing around with, okay, well, how am I the most helpful in this mompreneur space? And I started with, you know, some productivity workshops and I tried to do a retreat and, you know, just, just like we all do, we just try. It's a big science experiment, mompreneurship. And then in July, end of July of 21, I launched my podcast and I was like, I'm just going to go all in on this. I've always said, all I want to do is talk and share. I loved doing those TV segments and it didn't make sense for me to to go down that route because I want to be home for my kids. And so, okay, I'm just going to do the podcast. I'm going to talk and share. And I built on that success from there with doing Instagram lives and doing collaborations and summits and it got to the point where I was talking a lot about simplifying because that was my past with the styling portion. And just, I'm naturally like a minimalish person. (laughs) And so helping mompreneurs simplify things just makes sense. Um, But then recently we took it to this next level of in less than six months, I've really grown my authority in this space between the podcast and the other things that I've done. And other mompreneurs want to do the same, especially in this quick timeline that they've seen me do it. And so we're like, well, let's just get meta with it. That's what we like to talk about. And so that was how the pivot happened. I I love that. And so the term authority, it can be like a little ambiguous. And you've already Mm -hmm. mentioned a few people that we all know, like Joanna Gaines, everyone knows Joanna Gaines. But let's just say if you're just on the internet or just browsing on Instagram, if someone has authority, what do we notice about them? What do we see? What does that look like? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think authority is an interesting word because it's like, you know it, but you don't know it. And then sometimes it can almost seem like a little aggressive. Like sometimes you think like Joanna Gaines, she is an authority, but do we quite call her that? We just love her. So what really is it about them and these worlds that they create? And so I've come into this play of the natural authority. I think that that's a softer way to put it. And at the end of the day, what it is, is it's a person that we know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. But then more than that, like we were talking about, they create a whole world around them. And so how do they do that? Well, first and foremost, they're leaning in totally to who they are and they're just playing on their amazing zones of genius. So when we think about a Joanna Gaines, she started it as a blog, all of her uh, home decor and things like that. She started as a blog and then that got picked up and eventually they made it into the TV space. So she continued that message and that movement and what she was good at and loved over into the show. And then we saw the show expand into all of these different lines and products, again, still around that same original message and movement that she was creating. But then deeper than that, what was really happening is like, yes, there's the surface level mission and and what she's doing, the things she's sharing. But deeper than that, we fell in love with her. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and the way that she talked to us. And I think that's what authorities do really well. It's not just showing up completely as themselves and in total alignment with what they're doing and clear at least enough on telling you what that is. But more than that, they're speaking to you, this one person, which is really a bunch of yous. And so it creates a whole community of like-minded people who have just bought into you and fall in love with the way that you do things. And I think that's really what a natural authority does is just showing up and knowing they have something to offer and being willing to do that fully. Okay. So you talked about organically how they are themselves and they show up speaking to that one person. So what are, what are similarities or common traits that people that have nailed their authority, what have, what are those things look like and how can we incorporate them into our online businesses? For sure. So I'd really say there's four things. The first thing is what we were talking about is that alignment. It's first and foremost, stepping into who you are and being okay with that. But I think it goes a level higher with some clarity. And so I really think about that alignment and that clarity being what I call your guiding compass, which is your legacy, your vision, your mission, and your why. And so let's just touch on those real quick so that you can start to map these out for yourself. Mm-hmm. So legacy, that first thing is a question that you want to ask yourself thinking high, high level at the end of the day, what is that thing that you want to pass on to generations to come or that ripple effect that you want to have on generations to come? It's really thinking to yourself, like, you know, there's a, there's one example of a person who is in Sardinia. He's actually a centenarian, I believe is how you pronounce it. He's over a hundred years old. And one of the reasons they have found that these people live so long is because they have a purpose and a mission. And this man is a winemaker. And so his thing is, it is my job to pass this skill down to the next generation. And so sometimes it could be something really specific like that, like a skill that you want to pass down. But sometimes we could think about it more too, of like the ripple effect that you just being you has on your lives. And so that example that I would love to give is one time we were driving in the car and we were going to the zoo and we were listening to a song called Weem Away, you know, in the jungle, oh, Mighty jungle yes. <laughs> from the Lion King. And we're listening and we're bopping along. And for some reason, my husband and I were like, where, what, where did the song come from? So he starts to Google it. Long story short, it's like, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say it was a, it's a hundred year old song. And the man who recorded it was actually a janitor in Africa at this recording studio. After he did his cleaning job, he then was able to use the mic and everything. And he just followed his passion and he recorded the song and it then got picked up by a studio in like London or in England. And then that eventually turned into putting it in the Lion King as we know and love it. And so I'm just sitting there thinking like this man who we don't even attribute to it. And it's not legacy is not like a thing about being a celebrity or attributing anything. It's just we're listening and bopping along and enjoying our time so much because this guy went and he followed his zone of genius and just what lit him up and what gave him joy. And now we get to experience that years later. And so that's what I really like people to think about first and foremost is what is that bigger legacy that you could be leaving? And it just impacts everything that you do. I've never heard that story before. I got goosebumps listening to it. That is so wild. 
Isn't it crazy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we were reading, I was like, this is, this is insane. This is amazing. And it really took me to the next level because in this point of my business, so this would have been like last summer, I had my mission mapped out. I had my vision mapped out, certainly vision boards. We could talk for days on that. And then I had my why pretty much honed in, but it was that legacy piece that I felt was missing. Mm. And it unlocked so many things that I didn't realize about that person that I view in that vision, but how can I act and do those things now? And so an example for that is like, in the future, I would love to get to invest in mompreneurs businesses. I'm the biggest cheerleader of mompreneurs. And while right now I might not have enough capital to do that in a as impactful of a way as I would like, there are different changes that I can make in the here and the now. I can choose to shop small instead of shopping big box stores. Mm-hmm. I can choose to seek out more mompreneurs and purchase and support them. So it just, like I said, affects everything that you're doing because you think of that future person that you say you want to become, but we can be that person now. And so how can we make those decisions now? And then again, back to our authority, when we're in total alignment, everybody can see that. And I love, I love this concept also through the lens of a mom business owner, because as moms, we always want to have a legacy with our children and our grandchildren, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. but through our business, just even thinking about the example and what we leave behind mm-hmm. is just powerful. I, you know, I think I've shared with you before, just privately that I was a single mom for a lot of the early years of my business and my son, Cooper was, I think it was in second grade was asked to name who he wants to be when he grows up. And he wrote like a little mini essay about how he wants to be like his mom, because she's a success. She works so hard. She's up before I'm awake and she's still working when I go to bed. And he noticed these, I didn't know he even saw these things, but to me, that's like a leather form of legacy of, you know, creating something from nothing. A hundred, a hundred percent. I mean, I can attest to the way your son feels as well, because again, third generation mompreneur, I was raised by a mompreneur. I've not only been in our seat right here being the mompreneur, but I've been in our kid's seat too, which I think is something that's going to be really common for their generation, but it's just not as common for ours. And I can wholeheartedly say that the opportunities that having a mompreneur afforded me, it showed me different avenues, different things that I could do. It had me start a business so young. And now that I talk with other mompreneurs whose kids are a bit older, they're like, yeah, my kid just started a podcast and is doing this thing. And I didn't know why. And I was like, it's you, it's you, you are giving them that example. And so what I love is that we can offer this breadth of options that other situations might not be able to, or might not know to offer. And that's totally cool. But the, the ability to share this it just makes such an impact. And I just think the freedom and everything that mompreneurship brings, we can bring that to everybody in our lives. So that's Love just it. one of the many reasons I'm such a huge proponent. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So you said there's four. So legacy. Yep. Vision. So we'll, we could hit these last ones kind of quickly because they're more traditional, but vision would be like thinking about what is that movie like scene in your head of your future and what you want to be doing with your life and your business. You really want to think about both. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we were talking about vision boards, like really getting onto Pinterest. And for some people, that's what works is seeing the visuals. That's how I, how I have to do it. But for others, there might be different ways that you can just really map out that vision of who you are, what you want, because that's really what creates that world that you then end up creating. You think of all the little pieces and parts of what make up you and what you want. And that's what we share. And so that's really your vision. 
your mission is kind of taking your legacy and honing it in on to your like core message that you share. And so for me, I always talk about being a present and productive mompreneur. That is like the core of everything that we do in our business. And that is something for you to think about too. What's that core message, the core thing that you are trying to share and impact and impart as part of your legacy um, in your work. And last but not least is your why. And so your why is just really thinking about like mompreneurship is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) Like it is not the easiest route to go. In my opinion, it is one of the best routes to go if it's a fit for you and your personality, but it's certainly not easy. So why are you choosing the harder route? What is your why for doing all of this and going through that? Because when you think about that, It helps you cut the fluff in your business. Mm -hmm. It helps you stay focused on the things that really matter instead of doing all of the things and the shoulds. When you go back to your why and then keep kind of stepping up those stairs of your mission and then your vision and then your legacy, you can see how everything flows really well. And it can also Mm -hmm. help you from doing activities that don't make up who you are and then back to authority building. They wouldn't be a good fit in your world. It's not an aligned world that you're creating. It's maybe a, a shadow of somebody else's. Yeah. Do you see that sometimes in the online space or someone thinks like if I just, you know, success leaves clues. So if I just do what she's doing, maybe it's not even aligned to me, but that should work. Oh, a thousand percent. And I, I can say, I even fall into this trap. Like I'll think about things and I, you know, right now I'm like, do I want to play with reels? Do I want to do reels? But then I got to do this. And is it as easy? And, da, 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 da. and it's like, well, well, I need to just stay in my lane. Like I need to do what works well for me, you know? And so I think we can all fall into that trap all of the time, but the things that bring me back it's kind of like if you meditate, like your, your mind is naturally going to wander. We know that's going to happen, but we need to bring ourselves back to focus when we notice it. And so that's for me, I keep looking to the side as we're talking, cause I have my legacy vision mission, why plastered on my wall here. And every time I feel like I'm getting off track, I have to stop back and look and see what in the world am I doing here? And is this next decision I'm making going to fit into that? And if not, then I need to let it go. I love that. So these are kind of markers. So people that have nailed their authority have these four things buttoned down because it's part of their identity, right? So, okay. So what would you say, what's your best advice for someone who's maybe just getting started? Um, Maybe they have a few clients, they're starting to get some momentum and they want to be seen as an authority in their niche. What would you say to them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would say there's a couple other things to think about too. And I mean, first and foremost, nailing this down is super crucial. But then the next thing you want to think about too, is once you're in alignment, are you fully showing up as yourself? And so when we really think about authorities, we think about a Joanna Gaines, like she's a vibe, you know, she's a whole, she's not just the next cookie cutter person that you find. Like she paved her own way. And if you think of a Shonda Rhimes with like Shonda land and everything she does, like her shows and the work that she put out, puts out there, it's like her own signature stamp you know that it's her or you start to binge it and you're like, oh, this is so good. Who, who is this that I may know? And so that would be the next thing I want, would want you to think about is after you have mapped out a bit of who you are, lean all the way into it. Be okay with being fully yourself and showing up in those ways that are in alignment. Like I said, I want to try reels, but I want to do it in my way. I'm not going to, for me, I'm not going to do like dancing and pointing. That's just not who I am. I like this style of interview. So I'm playing with, can I do that more easily? Or can I take a story and do a story and then download that and make that a reel? Like how can I work smarter and not harder? But most importantly, how can I continue to just 
show up as myself and essentially become friends with everybody who I'm sharing my content with. Because like when I think about it more and I'm creating content and being out there as an authority, I've been thinking to myself, would I say this and talk to a friend in this way? Or am I putting on more of like my authority hat or like, you know, the traditional hat? Am I really showing up as me who you would meet out on the street and we're meeting at an in-person networking event? And if not, then I feel like I need to like take a step back and do Mm -hmm. more of that because that's who I naturally am. And so sometimes I think it can get a little uh, blurred online. It's a little bit different. (laughs) It's a different space for sure. Yeah. And I think, so we talk a lot about mindset on this podcast do you feel like there's a necessary mindset shift that needs to take place within someone in order to embrace and step into authority? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do. I think something that I am working through too, and it's not to say that if you haven't done it, you can't still be an authority. I think you'll just keep stepping into your own the more you do that mindset work. And so for me, I think it's a lot of that self-worth and like you are enough just as you are. Because I think sometimes we get tied up. I know I do. I get tied up in, well, if I'm not hitting X markers, if I'm not being as productive, then it, it doesn't, I'm not worthy or I'm not doing the things that I'm meant to be doing. When in fact, just me being me and me showing up as me is enough in itself. Like me being there to hold space is enough for, for anybody. And then the other things are the cherry on top. And so I think that that's certainly a mindset thing that it's not going to be done in a day. It's definitely work to continue to work on. Uh, But I think for sure that this whole space is 99% mindset and 1% of the strategy. Yes. (laughs) I totally believe that. I I really do. And I think people are, they're so wildly capable and it's like um, a a tap and they can't tap themselves and open up the floodgates until they accept who they are and their, their quirks and uniqueness and their gifts. And that's, that's what comes out and that's what people want. Yeah. And I think that's the synergy in our work. Like you can help turn on the tap and then I will help take it and like, take it to the nth degree. <laughs> like, let's go out and share that with people because that's what we all want. Like at the end of the day, we all just want to connect with people and feel mm-hmm. seen and heard. And so really when you think about the authority and they've got their alignment, they got their vibe, they another thing that's really important is that they show up as a leader. Like they have taken on that role and they've been courageous to say, I'm showing up I'm putting my stake in the sand over something and things might change, but I can own up to that and I can grow with you. It's like a whole, it's, it takes it just to that next level Mm -hmm. in not only do we need to break through and show up as ourselves, but then we have to stand in the like, and I'm leading you and it can be, I'm leading you side by side. It doesn't have to be, you're the authority above, above them and that Mm -hmm. you're the be all end all, but it's just, I am going to be courageous enough to stand up and share this information with you and know that things may change, but I'm here along the journey with you to help you through whatever I'm teaching you, whatever is my zone of genius. Love that. Okay. Are there any, any other tips or strategies, um, that you can share with people that they could implement like ASAP in order to grow their own authority? Yeah. I would say the last thing is to really think through building your authority and that authority building concept. Because when you think about it in terms of building, not only do you hopefully think about it smarter, not harder, but you can, I want you to envision like our kids' mega blocks. 
you know, they have the longer mega block. That's like the four. And so that would be like your foundation. And so to think to yourself, the last thing that all of these authorities have in common is that they have one major platform. There's one platform that they show up on consistently, whatever consistently looks like for you. And they show up consistently and they share their message and they do what they do best. Mm -hmm. But then just like the mega blocks, you can stack smaller things on top. And so I love to think of authority and stacking in how, how can we simply create a system for ourselves where we use that main platform we show up on. And so to give an example for me, that's my podcast. That's where I show up consistently every week. But then I think to myself, okay, how can I spread that message more? How can I show up in more spaces, but not make more work for myself? And so that's where you can think of what are those other activities that you can play into what you've already created, that signature core content. So for me, for example, I then you know email my email list. I put the podcast on my blog. I share posts, snippets of the podcast to Instagram. I do an mm-hmm. Instagram live with the person the week that their episode aired. Um, I share it to stories. Like I do all of these other things and it's just, how can I keep growing my authority again, without doing less work? We don't have a team like Joanna Gaines, but what has she done? She's put herself in every place. We see her in target. We see her in Sherwin Williams. Like we see her everywhere. And I think it's because she worked smart to pull that message, pull that legacy all the way down through every action that she takes and every activity that she does. And so that would be my last thing is when you're looking at the activities that you're doing, Are they stacking on one consistent activity and are they simple to take them from the bigger consistent activity down into bite-sized little pieces? Um, Or do you maybe have multiple foundations that are not all connected? Maybe you're doing a blog over here that has nothing to do with your main podcast over here. And then Instagram, you're talking about something different. Like how can you streamline that and stack them up on each other? Because that's where the real impact happens. Love that. Yes. We don't want to be shiny object Susans running around, like trying to create new content in all these different buckets. Yeah. And for Joanna, what you said, it started with a blog. So mm-hmm. a content piece that she owned and that organically grew. I love, okay. Yeah. It just grew and stacks on each other. And then, yeah, it just keeps, it keeps growing. I can't believe that it's still, you, you still get blown away every time something new comes out. I was like, I can't believe she could do another thing, but I have a cable channel. (laughs) Right. Exactly. channel. Um, Okay. This has been so wonderful, Megan. Where can people find you connect with you? Yes, for sure. So you can find everything at the mompreneurguide.com. There you can find my Instagram so we can get chatting there. You can find the podcast and I have a free authority building mindset audio training that you can listen to that'll go d- deeper into these things that we talked about today and really help you get your authority building into content that creates a movement and really allows you to do this as a natural authority on your terms. And I will put all the links in the show notes here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Megan. This has been awesome. You're amazing. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. If you have an online business and you could use a social media mindset makeover, I have created a free mini course that will help you show up on social media with more purpose and alignment so that you can convert more followers into paying clients. Just click the link in the show notes and it's yours for free.